And now, talking some high school football from around Marshall County, conversations from around the SEC, and everything in between. You're locked into the Three and Out pregame show with Joe, Zach, and John Davis. Presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Let's get right into it. Coming at you now. Welcome in. It's the Three and Out pregame show. Another week. Uh, we are at the playoffs. Regular season has come and gone unbelievably. And here we are, November the 4th, getting ready for a playoff game at Fairview, the 11th year in a row that the Gunnersville Wildcats have made it into the postseason. They're going to take on Fairview tonight, um, finishing third in the region, so Gunnersville does have to go on the road. But nonetheless, they are in the playoffs. Zach Ross, John Davis Rollins, how are we doing? Are we both uh, – families everybody flew free how's everything going on that front everybody's good in my household i'm feeling great after watching that uh game last friday yeah um which i know we'll get into a little bit but uh but yeah we've been good everything good health wise health sure at the you city know, harbor I, uh i went to the doctor monday because i felt awful mm-hmm. Te- got tested for strep covid flu and bronchitis nothing i know it, woke up tuesday felt worse so I went back to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong with me. Yep. And good news, bad news. Good news, they're all negative. Bad news is I don't know what's wrong with you. Did you yeah. get steroids? I did. Well, yeah, you probably didn't I, sleep boom. that night. I did now not. you feel better. Uh, yep. Uh, so we had, we've had like four or five girls between the middle school girls and the varsity girls at Brindley who have all felt awful. And like four of them, they've all had negative tests. They've been tested for literally all they can be tested for. And it's coming back negative on everything. One of them did have the flu. Um, but something, man, it's we been, need, something we need to watch out for because yesterday yeah. at Gunnersville, I think like over 100 kids were out. There was 70 out at Brindley. Or there's almost 70 out. And then mm-hmm. Monday, ARAB didn't even have practice. Yeah, I know. It's nuts. That because time so of year, many, man. So many kids were out and the head coach had it. It's almost like it's worth next year when we get the flu season just be like, all right, we're going – between fall break and Christmas, we're going on a week off, a week on, and a week off. I mean, seriously, just to everybody to get healthy, clean school. I don't know what to do, but let's wash our hands. Let's just I wash practice my some hands, safe hygiene, seven to eight times a day right now, easily. Yeah. Like I'm obsessive. About I wouldn't it. blame you if you wore a mask. Since you're an I've educator, thought about now. <laughs> it. I mean, I've really thought about it, but I'm not going to go that far. I'm just, just steering clear of people that I know do have it. Hopefully, so thankfully, Coach Reese. When I talked to him a few days ago, they're not having an issue, so that's good. Let me tell you who's sick, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. Gunnersville girls basketball team. Look at that. With the Look at that segue. With the win that they had last night, opening night at Madison Academy. 44-36, I believe. 44-36. There you go. Getting it started off right. Yeah. Going on the road. Somebody yeah. told me they had like six or seven home games. They don't have any have, home games. They have eight. 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 eight home so games. they're going to be like a traveling, you know, circus going around and just beating everybody across the state. Jeez, and it's uh, like, we'll they, take this they show looked, on the road. They looked a little rusty to start. Oh, oh I'm oh, sure. Yeah. You know, they had a – I think it was 15 points at halftime. But what a <laughs> what a great win on the road against yeah. Madison Academy, who's yeah. always a great girls' yeah. basketball player. So the girls, uh, girls' basketball team gets the season started off right, defending their state title. No, nope, um, they're not defending it. Excuse me. They'll have it forever. They that, don't have to give it up if they don't I, win it again. I, I, that's just something that bothers me. That bothers him. Is like when, it. it bothers him. Is when <laughs> they call Georgia the defending champ. They're not defending it, man. Yep, it's theirs they're, forever. They're going for another one. They're not yeah, defending exactly. it. Exactly. It would be kind of crazy if you, like. Had it, to. If there was just one trophy and you yeah. had to defend it. As Bama or you fans, lose we it. know. We know about claiming national yeah, titles. Yeah, we're not, we're not defending anything. <laughs> We've got national titles that we weren't even in the top ten. So, so they they go they go to <laughs> on Saturday they go to Hazel Green they play a game up there um, they go to Thompson on the 11th they go to Mortimer Jordan on the 12th and then they join the boys basketball team at Albertville on the 15th yeah. so there's they're they're gonna play four games before the boys play one I think one. they play at New Hope on the 14th on that Monday I don't think it's on the basketball schedule. season cranking up and I'm well, excited about it look at you it. man inside info inside info over here. and New Hope's a good 4A girls team too yeah they made it to the final four last year um uh, right here on WTWX is going to be see how they are when the state champions come to town. They're going to yeah. be <laughs> there will be a handful of games, um, home games, on right here on WTWX. Just be looking for the schedule for that to come up soon. 
Um, back to football. So, as we mentioned at the start of the show, Gunnersville is going to travel tonight to Fairview. I think what we saw last week, I think we were all um, pleasantly surprised and, and pleased from what we saw from the quarterback position against Albertville. That that just, you know, I know I was kind of cautious. I was the cautious one of the bunch last week with predictions and all that. And um, that was just a, 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 a surprise. I mean, it was, you know. Uh, Eli, we went through the stats before the game, and, um, you know, Street had gotten a, a majority of the snaps mm-hmm. since Antonio went down. And uh, Eli comes out, and he looks like, you know, prime Johnny Manziel. Or, uh, you well, know. Played really well. And, and I've got to give myself credit because I know y'all won't do it. I said before the game, I said this is going to be one of those games where Gunnersville gets back to what they look like. It, in midseason, in the in the early part of the season, with Evan Taylor making plays, have y'all seen a, a player in recent memory make this many plays, so many different ways? No, as Evan Taylor has. I'd have to go back to '06 to Trevor Diamond. I mean, he's he's. I can everywhere. say I can say one. Harrison Skinner. Uh, yeah, in Harrison the I guess a bunch of plays. he was. I don't. 14, I don't remember. 14, 15, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he would block punts. Um, yeah. About one every other night, uh, he would have big catches, big plays, big plays defensively. There's you get one of those guys maybe every like five or six years yeah. that has that kind of impact, offense, defense, special teams. I mean, Coach Reese has told me that they're almost they almost bank on Evan doing something, scoring wise on a non-offensive touchdown. They almost bank on it as part of the, as part of the how the game's going to shake out. We're going to need it. Going to need it tonight. Going to need it tonight. Fairview is a very good football team. They have lost their last two games, but there is a caveat to that. So, last week they played Randolph, which meant nothing. It was just a last regular season game. They had five starters that didn't play against Randolph, including stud running back Eli Frost. Eli also did not play – or he got hurt against Russellville two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. He dislocated an elbow. He did not break his arm. We had reports that he had broke his arm. It was a dislocated elbow, so he's back, and um, just weren't, to, weren't just reports. It was it was yeah. in in the uh, Coleman newspaper yeah. that he had broken his arm. But yeah, so just a just he a, dislocated his arm that he carries the ball with. It's actually a very similar uh, injury to what Miller Cutner had last year, very first game of the season. So and he was out for about four weeks. Yeah, keep in mind though. Remember, coach, they kept him. They yeah, weren't they playing kinda, anybody. Oh, that excuse me, whoever they played, they didn't have many challenging games right. so they let Miller rest until Boaz time. I think yeah until Boaz so uh, th- just a few things on Eli Frost though I mean when I say stud the dude the dude's a stud he is statistically now the best running back in Coleman County history uh, against Lawrence County two weeks ago he had a 330 yard night um, he broke the Coleman County record with uh, 2,254 yards in a season and he has not played in two games. So, almost 2,300 yards. And, co- and, and comes out of nowhere. I don't know if he played last year, I but I remember. do not remember a player like that. We were talking about it I don't before. Remember. Do you remember him last year? Well, if he did play last year, our defense shut him down in the second half. Must have. Yeah, because remember we were talking about that game earlier, how it was, it was a close game last mm-hmm. year at Fairview. In the first half. Yeah. But I, don't, I just don't remember him last year. And he's a junior this year. So, last year he's a sophomore. Could have very well been behind a senior. Um, and we just didn't know. But, we're you know, we're looking at Fairview's um, call card here in front of us, and it's got their offense. And they always usually run that two-back set. Mm-hmm. So, that's surprising to me that we didn't we didn't hear of him last year. Maybe he was. Maybe we just didn't know it. I guess guys um, can improve sometimes. Yeah. But going from – Going to from relative unknown to yeah. best running back in Coleman County history right. is a big, big leap. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a challenge tonight for the Wildcats, but I do think they can get it done. Um, we're going to go to break here in just a minute, and we are going to talk with Patrick O'Brien from the Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. They have been an awesome sponsor for this show all year long. We really appreciate it. Uh, Patrick's going to talk a little bit about what they got going on at Sand Mountain coming up soon. Uh, this is the three and out pregame show. When we come back, we will get right back into previewing Gunnersville at Fairview. All right, we're joined now by Mr. Patrick O'Brien, the general manager at Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Patrick, appreciate you being on with us today. Thank you so much. It's, it is great to be here. And we've had uh, Scott Smith on a few times, and uh, 
every time I see Scott, I've always got to compliment him on how great the uh, summer concert series was up there at the amphitheater this summer. Yeah, we had a, an incredible season. You know, we hosted 11 concerts, and um, we're actually some exciting news. We're about to start announcing some uh, concerts for next year. So you will you will see those coming through. If you don't follow us, be sure to follow us at Sand Mountain Amphitheater for all of our 2023 uh, concerts that will be announced here in the next coming months, which is very exciting. You know, Scott kind of teased that with us when we had him on last week at the uh, on the pregame show out at the stadium, and uh, Scott was not going to come off any names. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're close. We're very close. Uh, you know, I would say within the next month, you will see you will see uh, some artists and some specific events getting announced. Um, we're we're probably at the ten yard line right now. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we were. Uh, we'll definitely be uh, be awaiting those announcements. That's always a, a big deal up there. Uh, Patrick got you on today. We want to talk a little bit about what we have going on this fall and this winter time up at the park. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, everything y'all have coming this way. Yeah, we. Uh, you know, we've got a lot. Uh, we're we're heading into our second full year of operation, which is really exciting. And fall winter for us. Um, you know, of course, basketball is very heavy. Uh, we have over 340 kids in our youth recreation league. Uh, so a few days a week, you know, if you come inside the fitness center, you'll see all four courts, you know, balls bouncing everywhere and, and just kids having fun. And, of course, that, that speaks to directly what we are and who we are at the park. It's, sure. It's an awesome time of year um, in terms of basketball. We will be hosting some youth basketball tournaments and some camps as well, so keep your eye out for that. Um, some of those events will, of course, draw you know teams from outside the area, and some of our camps will um, be open to you know any child, any kid, boy or girl who wants to improve their skills, sharpen their skills, you know uh, during this season. So definitely keep your eye out for that. And then just in a couple of days, Sand Mountain Skate opens, uh, which is going to be a very exciting addition to the park this year uh one thing that we wanted to get better at blake was to in, in, improve and increase utilization through the winter months sure um you know the amphitheater last year after concert season we hosted a few things um but we you know most mostly sat dormant and what we found was a lot of people in marshall county you know they go outside of the area for such things as ice skating or, you know, to go see light shows and, and for holiday, holiday events and activities. So we wanted to change that. You know, we, we want to keep everybody in the area. Um, and so that's why we're really excited to announce Sand Mountain Skate, and, uh, and it will open on November 18th. Um, it will have something for everybody. Even if you don't want to skate, uh, you can still come hang out with us. You know, we'll have great food options. We'll have bar open. Um, and it's just going to be a family fun environment. We'll have uh, a daily, a nightly light show, uh, a large Christmas tree, Santa Claus appearances, we'll birthday party options, and then we have open skate options as well. So it's, it's really going to be a hub for, you know, the holiday activities this season. And the goal is to make it an annual tradition at Sand Mountain Park. Um, the rink itself is, is going to be 4,000 square feet. I've heard it is the largest outdoor real ice rink in North Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. That's correct. Yes. Uh, it, it will sit inside of the amphitheater pit and, uh, it, it, you know, 4,000 square feet is a very large space and we'll be able to hold actually over 350 skaters at one time. Wow. So it's it's just going to be awesome, and, and like I said, even if you don't want to go on the ice, you can still come watch, hang out with us. Um, it's it, the environment, the atmosphere is going to be very festive. Of course, Christmas focused and themed, and uh, just a family fun atmosphere where everybody can have fun and enjoy themselves this holiday season. That is awesome, and it's going to be open two weeks from today, and I believe it it goes through early January. So. I would encourage everybody just to make sure and go ahead. You know, the window's kind of tight, so make sure, you know, you get up there and enjoy something like that. That is the first 
as far as I know, that's the first thing in our, you know, a, a thing like that in our area. So make sure y'all get up there and enjoy that. Also, uh, a buddy of mine that's on this pregame show, uh, I think he is either booked or going to book his son's birthday party at the Indoor Aquatic Center. And that's just another thing. Don't let the cold weather keep you indoors. You know, you can still get out there and enjoy uh, birthday parties and, and things like that. Y'all also have to offer. That's correct, Blake. Yes. It, yeah, and I, I did mention we do offer parties at the rink. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also offer parties inside, like you said, at our indoor pool. Our indoor pool operates all year round, so it operates 12 months out of the year. We have awesome birthday party packages, and we're also actually going to be expanding those a little bit um, or adding some soccer, flag football, and a wiffle ball birthday party as well. So definitely check those out. And if you're interested in skating, uh, we actually just released our hours of operation today, and we have a separate Facebook page for that. It's at Sand Mountain Skate. So definitely follow us on there. You can get all the exciting updates. Uh, we're going to have a full calendar of events that's going to get announced here within the next couple of days as well. And just like you said, we'll be open from November 18th through January 14th. And we will, the only days we will be closed is Thanksgiving um, and Christmas Day. Uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's were the only three days that we are closed. So when the kids are out of school, you know, you got people coming in from out of town for the holidays. Uh, you want to change it up a little bit, uh, Sand Mountain Skate will be an awesome option for you and or you and the whole family. Absolutely. Sand Mountain Skate, also make sure to check on the, uh, keep up with the Facebook page, sandmountainparkandamphitheater.com. It's got all your announcements and all the just notifications keep you up to date. Patrick, anything else we want to touch on before I let you go? Yeah, yeah. Just like I said, we'll have some exciting concert news coming. So definitely, like I said, follow us at Sand Mountain Amphitheater if you don't already do that. Um, we will also go, we're also going to be announcing a wine tasting event that's going to be held at the skating rink inside the amphitheater. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. Uh, the, the tentative date for that is December 2nd, and that's going to include 25 wine tastings. Uh, we'll have some some live music and uh, some light hors d'oeuvres along with that. That'll that'll be similar, kind of like the, y'all did the uh, Brewfest up there. I heard great things about. Correct. Yes, and that that's going to be announced soon. You can buy tickets in advance, and that will be announced here within the next few days as well. So keep your eye out for that. And then as we get into, it's crazy to think about, right? We're, we're almost going to be thinking about baseball season. Oh, I again, know it. I know. You know, which is crazy. But we'll, we'll be announcing our, our youth um, recreation, baseball, softball, and t-ball leagues uh, registration very soon in the near future as well. Patrick, you guys have it going on, man. Y'all, y'all have so much going on up there, and everything is first class. Thank you all so much for being a good sponsor of our show, and we'll catch up with y'all soon. We appreciate you, Blake. Thank you so much for having us, and enjoy the rest of the evening. Thank you so much. Welcome back into the 3 and Out pregame show. Uh, as you heard just a minute ago, sat down with Patrick O'Brien from the Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Get your skates ready. The skates. Get them ready. Two, Two weeks, weeks from today. Don't take them off and, and stab somebody yeah. like, uh, who Happy, was that? Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or if you want to make the news, right. go right ahead. Right. We don't you condone violence here, will, but, you know. You will make the news with uh, with, with such an action. Uh, yeah, so Sand Mountain Skate, two weeks from today, it's going to be fun. Um, I know I'm going to get my kids up there, without a doubt. We've They've never been skating, and I can't show them how to because I don't know how to either. I, I'll be standing. Yeah on the ground and i'll let uh yeah let them just or let let Maisie just go whenever i've been whenever i've been uh ice skating i'm always i'm the dude on the wall yeah like i can't skate guiding himself yeah not at all can john davis skate i can ice skate man no way then let's play the night out let's do it (laughs) let's do it and then let's put it on let's facebook live it yeah and let's prove if john davis can actually skate Take money bets. Okay, I'll start taking. Money. And when it, when all of y'all are wrong, I'll collect. Well, what's all the of bet? That. Are you gonna what? Twenty yards without. No, he's got to do a double axle. I I could practice that. I just want to see you go twenty yards without falling down. Do you think you can do that? 
Yes. Is he? I'm not in this bed. I'm, I believe I'm, it. He look, he looks like <laughs> he does look pretty serious. Yeah, 100% he looks almost serious. offended. I am. Yes. <laughs> I judge people for a living. He's telling the truth. <laughs> he, look, he looks almost offended. Thank you. Sorry. Counsel. Yes. Sorry. Okay. All right. I believe you now. I believe you now. You you look very convicted. So I believe you. <laughs> we'll go up there. I, I would really love to do that. Yeah, I too. never I never learned how to skate. Two weeks from today, yeah, I can roller I was, skate. I was in the gym playing basketball like literally every can, hour that I, I could. I can roller be. skate with the best of them, but it's the same thing except it's ice. It's so not the same thing. <laughs> you know they it's do ice, have the, I'm not a but for your kids they do have the yeah little things they hold yeah, on to. Yeah, so I need that. Oh god, I, I'll need that can, for sure. I can't imagine. Up. It should be fun regardless. So plan yeah. on oh and birthday parties. If you're like me, uh, you got a child. Well, you're kind of in the same boat. You have a. Your firstborn, your second turned born. seven. If your well, firstborn just turned seven, my my twins are going to turn seven in December. So if you're like me and Zach, you've got you've got kids who have cold weather birthdays. Not a problem at Sand Mountain Park. Uh, they got the indoor pools. You can still do a swim party. So there you go. Love it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Back to football. So the Gunnersville Wildcats are traveling to Fairview tonight. We have previewed that. A little bit. I uh, talked a little bit about the Fairview running back and, and what a good year he's had. Coach Redding has been at Fairview now for five, four or five years. He's been there. He's been there for a pretty good while. I've always thought Fairview was a pretty good gig as far as the job goes. I mean, because you know, playing them, we played them a lot at Arab because they're just right up the road from us. And man, they always every sport seemed like they always had good athletes, and it just seems like one of those. Pretty good jobs. The depth, I think, is the only issue that issue. they have. It's always um, there. They're a, they have a roster that could, you know, compete for state championships probably in three four A. Like just but, just looking at the offense, they've got seven of their eleven starters on offense yeah. that play play defense that it's, start on defense. It's as well. so tough to really compete once you start getting into. I mean, really, the upper echelons of four A. You know, but, yeah. but really in five A, when you start having depth issues, that's when things get uh, get a little bit tough for you. But the great team, nonetheless. The winner of this game tonight between Gunnersville and Fairview will get the winner of Ramsey and Southside, and I think we all know how that's going to go. Yeah, Ramsey by <laughs> bunches. Yes, five touchdowns. If Four you five touchdowns. remember from years ago, and by that I mean eight, nine weeks ago. Uh, Southside and Gunnersville played to begin the season, and Gunnersville won that game 21-7. to So, if that gives you any idea of how you think the Ramsey-Southside game is going to go, then there you go. Uh, Scottsboro gets to host Brewer tonight. Uh, they finished second in the region. So, they will host Brewer, and Arab will host East Limestone. I expect Arab and Scottsboro to advance. What say you, John Davis? I think they'll both advance. I think it's scary for Arab because of this week, half their team being sick. Yeah, yeah, they've had a they've had a rough week as far as the flu goes, and I'm sure they didn't have. I mean, they didn't have practice at all Monday. They're not the only ones. It's been you know, it's been rough, man. They'll it's, roll. They'll I think roll I think they'll roll. But now next week, Moody. Yeah, that's man. That's going to be an awesome. Do we know who if if Arab gets Moody? Will it be at Moody? Will it be at Arab? Do we know yet? Top, top team, top host. team, Arab. Look, Joe, you got your Friday plan. It doesn't go. It doesn't go by. <laughs> it doesn't go by. I thought it went by like whoever had this. Yeah, well, it does. Games. But they, they both they both play at home this week, so that's a tie. Oh, and so Arab's on the top of the yeah, bracket. Yeah. So they would. They Which would is go. why, if we were to win, we, we would, go here. Ramsey's already hosted. If they win, we would, so we would host. We would host Ramsey if we win uh, tonight. Cool. Okay. Gotcha. That Which, if we sense. do, a live show would be great. Just saying. Yeah, no doubt. Um, uh, you're right, though. I got the Arab Moody game at at Arab. What do I do? What do well, I do? Do I, do I go? Oh, you're absolutely gonna go. <laughs> it won't be an order to sit with a smile on your face. It's gonna be interesting. So let's see the rest of the bracket. Let's stay in this this bottom half. Leads. Uh, Boaz going to Russellville. We yeah. haven't really mentioned that. Yeah, Boaz goes to Russellville. I. This isn't the Russellville team that they've had. They're I don't. Still I, good. They're they're still good. I don't. I think. I think it's Moody, Arab, or Ramsey that are coming out of the uh, the north. Yeah. Um. But yes, they're still good. Um. And I like I like Coach uh, Coach Sullivan over at Boaz is awesome. He's done a great job. I, I just I don't see them 
making that. This two team's and a half too young. Trip. This team's too young, and it, yeah, that yeah. that trip. It is it is rough. We trip. we played there in soccer in a regular season one time, and mm-hmm. we had to like check out of school to mm-hmm. to get there early enough to warm you up said, and everything. You said Ramsey Arab or or. I Moody, said, don't forget about Pleasant I, Grove. Oh yeah, Pleasant Grove. Yeah. How, how could I forget? Um, yeah. So it sets up perfect as usual for Ramsey and. But Ramsey, Grove. Ramsey beat Pleasant Grove, I believe. Yeah, by a touchdown or yeah, two. Yeah, they did. They did. That's always such I a good game. I don't know if this Pleasant Grove team is quite as good as what we've seen in the last mm-hmm. four or five years, but but they're yeah no they're still they're still good enough. Yeah, I mean, always. Uh, you can. I mean, it's not. There's so much parity in high school sports. Obviously, I mean, there's not a lot of uh, you know teams that really separate themselves. I think yeah. I think five A is just wide open. Yeah, it is. Just quickly too, before we go to break, we'll look at the south side of the bracket. So, Central Clay is going to host Holtville. Gulf Shore Gulf Shores will host Carroll. Demopolis is hosting Elmore County. Eufaula welcomes Faith Academy. Charles Henderson will host Williamson. Selma gets Tallahassee, and UMS right, oh, UMS right hosts Headland, and then Beauregard hosts Marbury. And there's always a short list of who's going to come out of the South. It's either UMS right or it's Gulf Shores is actually, from what I've understood, Gulf Shores has had a really good season this year, but it's probably going to be UMS right. Yeah, most oh, most likely. De- Demopolis is good. Yeah, um, Demopolis. Um, good Charles season. Henderson's good. Uh, but, yeah, Gulf Shores um, – you know the kid that used to play at Alexandria, that mm-hmm. running back that they had uh, that started as a freshman, had 200-yard games. He's at Gulf Shores. Playing yeah, there Gulf now. Shores had a good year. The only thing about Charles Henderson, and I know this from my my days down in South Alabama, they're always in a region with like Greenville, and it's usually it's usually not a great region. I think so, our, our I know our boys basketball team plays Charles Henderson this year mm-hmm. uh, in a little showcase in Etowah. Yeah. Yep, they um, do. It's, it, I mean, they've always got athletes. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but but I definitely expect UMS right to come out of. Or Bo- Beauregard's always usually pretty good too. So we'll see how it checks out. But it's playoff time in Class Five A, and it's always exciting when that gets ramped up. We got to take another break. This is the Three and Out pregame show. When we come back, it is time to talk some college football. So don't go anywhere. Cra Mama Seafood of Gunnersville is so proud of the Crimson Guard band, cheerleaders, and football players participating tonight. Cra Mama's has been locally owned for decades and was voted best seafood restaurant in the Tennessee Valley. Stop in this fall and enjoy some live music, football on the big screen, and of course, fresh and tasty seafood. Cra Mama's, an ultimate staple of Gunnersville, right across from the high school. Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency would like to thank the community for their continued support and wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Lake Gunnersville Insurance is a local, independent agency committed to the principles of service, integrity, and professionalism, and they make getting insurance simple. Reach them at 582-4039 or drop by their office located on the corner of Blunt Avenue and Loveless Street. Best of luck tonight from Carson Ray and everyone at Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency. Huddle House is proud to have been part of the Gunnersville community for over 30 years and are equally proud of the success of Gunnersville High School and their athletics. Huddle House was founded on hometown values, serving freshly prepared quality homestyle food in a warm, friendly environment that brings the community together. Huddle House, Southern Dining Restaurants. Any meal, anytime, and no better place to gather and eat after Friday night football. People's Bank of Alabama is a local bank you can trust to be there when you need it. We are your neighbors, friends, and family. Whether you're a team player, a coach, a member of the band, a cheerleader on the sidelines, or a fan in the stadium, the People's Bank of Alabama team is proud to be a supporter. We have been a part of this community for over 40 years. This is where we live, work, and play, just like you. From People's Bank of Alabama, here's to a winning season member of FDIC and an equal housing lender. Through three generations, C.A. Langford Company has provided North Alabama with the highest quality products since its beginnings in 1956. C.A. Langford Quarry has a wide variety of products to help serve the needs of commercial and residential areas alike. From re-graveling the driveway to repaving highways and everything in between, they have what you need. 
locally headquartered on Warrington Road in Gunnersville, Scott and all the employees of C.A. Langford wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Bob Moore and the team at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A want to wish the Crimson Guard Band, cheerleaders, and football players a great 2022 season. And this fall, Chick-fil-A delivery options are just a tap away. Order through the Chick-fil-A app, and a team member will bring your favorites right to your door. It's our pleasure to serve the great Gunnersville community. And go Wildcats from everyone at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. Hi, this is Paul Harris with State Farm in Gunnersville, your local State Farm agent. I am a proud Gunnersville alumni and Wildcat athletic supporter. Please give us a call at 256-582-3250 or come by and see us at 1246 Gunner Avenue across from the gas board for all your insurance needs. We are here to help life go right. Best of luck and go Wildcats. We'd like to thank Harrelson Drugs for their continued support of the Gunnersville Wildcat broadcasts. Steve and Marilyn are honored to have served our community for over 30 years. And not only are they a trusted healthcare resource, they also have the best gift shop specialty items around. Go Wildcats! From Harrelson Drugs on the corner of Gunter Avenue and Patterson Street, a locally owned, independent family pharmacy and gift shop. Now back to the three and out pregame show, presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Welcome back to three and out pregame show. It is time to talk college football, and uh, the inevitable finally happened earlier this week. Uh, Auburn has parted ways. Auburn has relieved Brian Harson's of his duties, of Brian Harson of his coaching duties, and I think we all expected that to happen. But it comes as no coincidence that it happened right on the tail end of a new AD getting hired. Oh yeah, totally. They were waiting to to solidify that AD spot. You don't want to hire a coach or fire a coach and be going through that process without someone in charge calling right. the shots. But what a, I love, the, I love like how positive. It is to say that you've relieved someone of their duties. Yeah. I mean, he's walking away with what fifteen million. Yeah, fifteen and a half. And I think he, I think he gets half of it within the first thirty days. First thirty days. You can relieve me of any <laughs> yeah. duty for fifteen million dollars. Like Ed Orgeron said, "Which door do you want me to leave?" <laughs> yes. Yeah. When you want me gone, and which door do you want me to go out of? <laughs> I mean, you and know. Then, and then they gave him a day, and they probably showed him which door. You know, and but, listen, we we've known. I think we've probably known. I don't know. Since I, they hired him, I, you, I, I don't mean, no man. I mean, they they started out pretty good last year, and then, and really, this about the South Carolina game last year, when they just kept blowing leads in the second half, mm-hmm. and then they did it against Alabama. I think you kind of realized, eh, maybe maybe this isn't the best fit, but. You if, know, he, if he if he beats Alabama last year, do you think he he at, at least is able to finish this season? I don't know. I really don't know. I, it was it was just absolutely a calamity, a catastrophe. It was just yeah, all, what and, Auburn football became. And I year. don't know the guy obviously at all. He could he could be a terrible person to be around, but I do respect him for taking the job because I mean it's you're coming from freaking Boise State to Auburn. I mean that's a tough transition. So I respect the guy for taking the job. I still think I, he's a pretty good offensive mind, and he's he's not going anywhere. Brian Harson will be a He'll be either head coach or he'll be a, a coordinator at a high-profile school next year. He either didn't understand or he didn't embrace the culture of the SEC. Yeah. Like, he didn't appreciate how important recruiting is. Yeah. And I think that's – That's that's what that's what ultimately gets you fired. To me, that's the biggest thing is, is not only was the production on the field bad, but he, he wasn't recruiting. I mean, where were they, 50th? Yeah. Or something right now. Oh yeah, they're floating around with the Vandys of the world. The they're, only, they're behind Vandy. The only good the only good uh player that they've they've signed, Carnell Williams, is the one that went and recruited him. Mm-hmm. So I see what Auburn's plan is. Their plan is here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go ahead and move on from Harson. We're gonna put Cadillac in this position so that when he goes and recruits, he can tell recruits he can go sell Auburn. Yeah. You know and and, and they'll probably keep him. Who 
who better to sell Auburn yeah. than Carnell Cadillac Williams? Yeah. So he's going to go sell Auburn to these recruits. He's going to tell these guys, no matter who the head coach comes in, this is Auburn. Here's why, here's why we love it. Here's why it's a great place to be. Here's why you need to come play here. And, and, and oh, by the way, I'm not going anywhere. Right. Because if, if it's not in the next coach's contract that, hey, by the way, you've already got an assistant coach, then they're idiots. Yeah, no, they've got to keep him, and I think I think I think he's definitely staying. What happens um, when he goes three and one? I but, know, right? <laughs> but then, but then, think about this, Joe, because here here's the problem that Auburn's had with basically the last twenty years of football coaches and everything yeah. is they they dictate moves not only of who, what coach to hire, and I'm, when I say they, I mean the power brokers, the boosters. Yes, they're. You're already starting off on a bad foot when you're dictating to the next guy. Can you imagine Nick Saban walks in to Tuscaloosa and Mal Moore says, "Hey, you got to keep so and so." He'd say, "No, this is not what I agreed to. I'm gone. I'm I'm mm-hmm. in charge, yes. so I'll make that determination." So I I, I I I completely agree. I think Cadillac obviously has earned his ability to stay there. Um, I don't think they've had well, any problems with his position, really, this year, uh, like they have others. If you're an incoming coach, why would you not want? Yeah, no, I mean, I totally. It's like to it's like there, An- Antoine Petway with Alabama basketball. Exactly. Like you keep him, and he's part of the program. But perfect example. I'm just saying, you get some. You know, if you if you got Nick Saban in there, he'd say, "No, I'm going to make that mm-hmm. determination, not you." Mm-hmm. And and that's the problem that Auburn ultimately has is they've they've never those those power brokers have never been able to give up that yeah. that you know, decision-making and that cooks. authority. Too many cooks. Too kitchen. many cooks. Yeah. Um, so, we'll, we'll see how that shakes out. I, I do want get to you, get your opinion, though. Um, handful, both of you, handful of, of guys that you think ultimately gets the, the Auburn job. Um, I think they're going to end up with Jeff Grimes. Uh, some Auburn fans mm-hmm. will not like that because it's not a big name. He has, obviously, Auburn ties. He, he coached there um, with uh, with Gene Chizik. Um and uh, I think that's ultimately who they end up with. I think Dion's a bit of a stretch in terms yeah, of are they going to be convinced to hire him? You know, he's only had a couple years of college coaching experience at the at the uh, FCS level. Right. Um, he's going to be able to recruit. I mean, that's like, but is he going to be able to recruit and then scheme with the likes yeah. of you know Kirby Smart and and and, and these guys and Nick Saban and all that? So I think that's a stretch. I think Lane Kiffin's going nowhere. I, I think he's staying in Ole Miss. Um, and uh, Hugh Freeze is probably the other one that I could see it maybe happening. I think it's either Grimes or Freeze, in my opinion. I have no inside information if whatsoever. It, if it was me, I'd take a blank check to Hugh Freeze and say, put the dollar amount on it. If it were me, I'd take a blank check to Lane Kiffin and say, yeah, we'll make we'll pay you what we're what what uh, Nick Saban's getting paid. But they're already paying. All that money. That's the thing about these coaching uh, hires. Yeah. Is when you scoff at like somebody making ten or eleven million, okay. But when you're firing coaches after two years and paying buyouts, you're basically paying all that money to three people, two of them, money, to not coach your team. I'm so tired of hearing people talk about that because fifteen years ago, yes, that's an issue. All these buyouts, y'all, money's not an issue anymore. Have y'all? Have the Big Ten is about to sign a deal? or has signed a deal to start with CBS, NBC, and Fox worth over a billion dollars. Yeah. Money is not an issue anymore. If these if these programs want to fire coaches and pay their buy, that's why A&M will do it. I promise you right now there are a handful of boosters within College Station talking about, let's get the money up to get rid of Jimbo Fisher. Let's round it up. Here's the basket. $95 million, we can you do it. You put your 10 in, I'll put my 10 in. Hey, uh, what about you, John? Real quick, John Davis yeah. on coaches. Dion, Dion's not going anywhere except for to Florida State when that happens. I think so, too. Um, yeah. The only one that I could – one, if Cadillac goes three and one, there's going to be in-house <laughs> push. I'm serious. There's going to be in-house push. If, for him. if I'm, he goes undefeated, if he beats Alabama. Well, 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 wouldn't, well, would you pu- be surprised? Pu- as Le- pump the brakes, walking down the court like LeBron James. Just, yeah. just pump. Oh, we're not. Yeah, Alabama's not losing that game. But, but uh, seriously, if he goes three and one, we'll know Saturday after the first quarter how yeah. how the rest of the season for them is going to go. Uh, that but game. Go ahead. If he goes three and one, there's going to be in-house push for him to get it. Yeah. I promise. Oh yeah, no doubt. But the only one that I, the name that I could see 
out of the fifteen names that have been out there is Hugh Freeze. If I don't see, I we don't know, we don't know his buyout amount either at, yeah. at Liberty. He just, he just signed contract. an extension. I don't, I they don't, don't see, release it because they're a private school. Yeah. I don't see Lane Kiffin leaving let me, on this. Let me. Yeah. So Blake's making fun of me for yeah. uh, for mentioning Jeff Grimes. I right now, the, I think that's a safe choice. Right now, if you go to the MGM in Las mm-hmm. Vegas, mm-hmm. Jeff Grimes is the betting favorite to be the next Auburn head coach. I think that's the safe bet, but for me, if it's Auburn, it's time to make a big hire. I wouldn't put it past him to interview Kevin Steele either. Nope. Yeah. I'm serious. Kevin Steele. There was in-house push for him to get it last time. Yeah. And Alan Green said, mm, no. We well, were talking about some mad fans. We can't <laughs> get away from Kevin Steele, can we? Any of us. <laughs> That's going to be interesting to see what happens. So, Cadillac Williams will be the head coach against Mississippi State tomorrow. That game kicks off at 6.30. Pre-game right here on WTWX. The Tigers travel to Starkville, and I believe right now they are a 12-point dog. There's a lot of people that like Auburn in that spot to cover because of the new coach and maybe kind of an infusion of energy. And I think just – and you don't know what's true and what's not true, but from some things I've heard, Within the program, a lot of players are not upset to see Harson go. Yeah. Um, well, no, you usually get that. You don't don't you usually when a coach is fired, you get a couple guys that come out and say, yeah. you know, we're we're going to keep playing, but man, this is this is you know yeah. Twitter or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is ridiculous. That you know, it's not coach's fault. Blah blah. Not really seeing. That. Haven't really seen that. <laughs> nope. Hadn't seen a whole lot of that. Uh, shifting gears to the other side of the state. The Crimson Tide will travel to Baton Rouge and take on the Tigers underneath the lights at Tiger Stadium, which is always uh, one of the most epic. Who, you, who, are, who are you cheering for? Mr. If he, if he, <laughs> hey, by the way. No, listen, Mr. If he wins out, he's in the SEC championship game. By the way, listen. And could potentially pl- be in the playoffs. Oh, totally. Um, college football rankings came out earlier this week, Tuesday. Deser- top, well-deserved. Top four is Tennessee, Georgia. No. Ohio State, Georgia. Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, and Clemson, which ain't got to worry about Clemson for long. That, 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 that's not a good team. Clemson's going to lose a few games down the stretch. Anyway. Um, Might lose this weekend at Notre Dame. LSU, in the first college football rankings with Mr. Brian Kelly, is number 10. Overrated. Hold Undeserved. on. Where, where's uh, – uh, let me check real quick. Where is Jimbo Fisher and A and you know, he's he's the, oh, he's spinning it. He's they're spinning it. Oh, I know he is. I thought we called this a no spin zone, and he's spinning it. A and M's not on hey, this. This is not hey. a comparison <laughs> between the two. It doesn't matter what what it's, Kegel, <laughs> which Kegel we're talking to. We could tell him no spins. Him or his brother, either one will spin it. A and M's not, not on this list. This, it was Just never a comparison. It was never a comparison between the two. Yes, there was. No. Yes, there was three and six. They're they are over. They are wrong. They are overrated at ten, um, and they're they are um, due. It's, they are due. Yeah, for a wake up call well, this listen, weekend. It's it's a it's one of those games um, where you know if if at Texas Alabama shows up, at Tennessee Alabama shows up, it can very well be a loss. I mean, this LSU team's playing good enough to win the game, but Alabama does completely outman them on so many levels but Alabama has just not played well to this point I do think the addition of Eli Ricks is going to be big for Alabama on defense I, I loved what I saw from him two weeks ago against Mississippi State I'm glad to see he's alive um, I was starting to wonder if he'd been kidnapped and we hadn't paid the ransom yet. <laughs> Wondering where Eli Ricks had gone. He was. He was. If he play. If he plays like he did against Mississippi State, I mean LSU. His emotions are going to be. LSU's not going to score two touchdowns. He's going to have to catch. He's going to have to keep his emotions in check going back into Baton Rouge. So. Oh, he's going to get a lot. Because he's an emotional of hate. guy. Well, he's going to get a lot of hate. I mean. Yeah. The the fans are right there mm-hmm. on the sideline. There. Yeah. He's going to hear it. And guess all who he's probably going to pick up all game? Keyshawn Boutte. Yep. Who was also strongly considering going to Alabama in the transfer portal back in the summer. So, that's a very interesting dynamic. They've got to shut down Boutte the first quarter because he'll quit. He'll he, mentally he will. quit. He will. He'll he'll he's done quit. it all year. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Has, he, has he had a, a decent game yet? I mean. He's had a, he's had a few late, lately. Yeah. But, but uh, nothing that we expected of him. I mean, this guy, when he came into LSU, this this was like, oh, well, this is the next dude, you know, at LSU. This is the next uh, Odell Beckham. This is the next Jordan Jefferson. But he is just not. He's 
He's a head case, in my opinion. Here's the thing that we've seen from LSU this year that is unlike any other year. And, yes, they've been winning. Um, they've had some big games at home, too. I mean, the the, the – they they played Tennessee at home and got throttled. Yeah. Let's not forget that that did, did. that happened a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, they did. And now all of a sudden they're top ten and everybody's saying, oh, they're gonna you know Alabama better watch out. LSU is one dimensional. Yeah. And one dimensional in they go on Daniels, Jaden Daniels. They do. His feet and his throwing. They don't. They don't have any running backs in the top twelve rushers in the SEC, which is unlike any LSU team. Mm-hmm. And I know when they used to run that power eye and they do that toss yeah. ISO, they like LSU fans hated it. They were like, "Let's open it up. Let's open it up." Well, you open it up, and when with Brady at uh, at offensive coordinator in twenty nineteen, they were they were ran the ball. Yeah, they did. They yeah. had uh, uh, Edward C. Lair. Uh. They ran the ball well and set up the pass. They don't have that. They don't have that running back threat this year. If Alabama continues to force them to be one-dimensional, they'll Alabama will bring the cheetah package with Will Anderson and Dallas Turner and, and Braswell, and Daniels won't be comfortable. And he'll have to play the game of his life, which we've seen that from oh, yeah. opposing quarterbacks against Alabama, but he'll have to play the game of his life for LSU to have a chance. Exciting, nonetheless. Alabama at LSU tomorrow at 6 uh, Mississippi State will host Auburn at 6.30. The pregame for that starts right here on WTWX at 3.30. Um, so enjoy all the college football tomorrow. And we didn't even get into Georgia, Tennessee at 2.30, but we got to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to visit with Gunnersville head coach Lance Reese. Then we will close the show by talking a little bit more college football and then previewing the Gunnersville Fairview game again. This is the three and out pregame show. We'll be right back. Downtown 412 wants to wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Downtown 412 is Gunnerville's premier sports bar, always providing a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. Make it your spot this fall for you and your friends to enjoy football on their many big screen televisions. And remember to follow their Facebook page to stay up to date on daily specials and live music scheduling. Go Wildcats! From the staff at Downtown 412 in Gunnersville. Lakeview Orthodontics is Gunnersville's only orthodontic specialist, providing state-of-the-art care with the latest technology in a fun and family-oriented setting. Dr. Don Schmidtke treats all his patients as if they're family members, providing individualized treatment that's tailored specifically for each need. Contact us to schedule a complimentary exam and learn how we can help you or a loved one achieve a healthy bite and a perfect smile. Best of luck to all the great student-athletes tonight from Lakeview Orthodontics in Gunnersville. Hey folks, Jerry O'Neill, broker and owner, Southern Elite Realty. It's football season and it's game time. I hope you'll slow down, enjoy the game, and make memories. My team and I are so proud to be a part of the WTWX and the Gunnerful Wildcat family. I personally have great memories of sitting on the front porch with Dad and listening to the Wildcats play to victory. As the market continues to thrive, my agents and I will use our many years of experience to serve all your real estate needs. We strive to treat every property as it's our family's. Be sure to check us out at MySouthernElite.com or feel free to give us a call at 256-202-1648. Call today and let's call it soap. Hey everybody, this is Stephanie with Haven House Candles and More. Hey, did you know that we've changed locations? Yep, we are downtown and we are very excited to be part of a historic fence building now. We've had the opportunity to expand everything in our line from our candles that are still made on site, from our home decor to our bistro area. We've added to the wine selection. And of course, we have some of the most amazing small batch poured olive oils and balsamics curated right in Italy. We thank you so much for all of the support that you've given us. And we are very proud to support all the great student athletes of Marshall County. In the state of Alabama, the most anticipated time of year is college football season. It's Bama-Auburn. Auburn-Bama. It's on everyone's mind. At Bubba's 2, we're stocked with awesome men's collegiate game day gear and apparel. And it's 20% off. So roll tide, war eagle, and go Wildcats from Bubba's 2. Lake Gunnersville's fine apparel and formal wear store for men and youth. Bubba's 2, definitely not just another men's store. Hello, this is Maury Yancey, President of the Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce staff, board, and membership proudly cheer the Wildcats on to victory. When you shop local, you are supporting the future of our young people. The commerce in this community helps provide the taxes to support our city schools. 
If you are not already a member of the Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce, give us a call or come by our office. Join one of the most active chambers in Alabama and one of the largest for a community our size. The Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce, cheering on the Wildcats. It's football time in Alabama. Our students are learning big American lessons. You can start with your God-given talents, and through practice, hard work, and sacrifice, you have the ability to become champions. This is Congressman Robert Adderholt. May God bless all of our students representing our high schools during this season, and may God bless the United States of America. I'm Robert Adderholt, and I approve this message. Paid for by Adderholt for Congress. Whitaker Towing Services has proudly served Gunnersville and the surrounding areas towing, wrecker, hauling, and crane needs for over 60 years. As former Wildcats themselves, the team at Whitaker Towing understands the importance of not only getting the job done right, but exceeding expectations with a commitment to excellence. Reach Whitaker Towing at 582-3811, and if you have a special service request, don't hesitate to call for a free quote. Go get them, Wildcats, from everyone at Whitaker Towing Services. Now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. Coach Reese and Wildcats, the good folks at Foodland, right across from the high school in the Southgate Shopping Center, wish you all the very best of success and luck in the postseason play. We're so proud of our Wildcats, cheerleaders, the entire staff at the high school at Gunnersville, Alabama's Foodland. Come on over and shop with us this weekend, folks, to Foodland. And welcome into the Coach Lance Reese Show. Another week, uh, Coach, we got a big win last Friday night against uh, big rival Albertville. Talk a little bit about the win and uh, securing the, or before you get into the playoffs. Yeah, you know, Albertville's always a, a great game. Both communities came out. We had a big crowd for it, so... Uh, the players are always excited anytime we play Alberville, so it was great to get a win. Uh, had some success on offense, did some things we hadn't done in a while, had more success throwing the ball than we have in the past. Uh, I think Eli Morrison was 8 of 9 passing for 137 yards and three touchdowns, which is really big because we've got some receivers that need to touch the ball. So uh, I know Evan Taylor had a couple uh, touchdown catches. Cam Logan had one. Uh, Fusel and Sam Kennedy also caught the ball, so that was really good to see them get going. And then offensively, uh, C.J. Gomera had probably his biggest night in quite a while. He had uh, 15 carries for 97 yards and a touchdown, and then Julian uh, had 12 carries for 46 yards and a touchdown. So we had a number of different people touching the ball uh, on the ground and in the air. If they're doing that, you know those offensive linemen have got to be doing a good job. And then uh, defensively, you know, we uh, – Super proud of those guys. We had a shutout going until just right at the end. We put our JV guys in, and uh, Albert went to the air and was able to throw a long touchdown pass. But uh, those guys have done a good job all, all year. Uh, Fusel had a – you know, having a guy like Fusel playing safety has been a lot to us for four years. So he had another – he had a big interception early on. And then uh, I thought that uh, E.J. Havis played another really good game, uh, getting us lined up. Uh, Overall, just a great effort by our entire defense to shut out a, you know, a big 7-18 like, like Albertville. Since the injury to Antonio um, back in week six, you guys have gone from Eli Morrison and Street Smith as well. Eli obviously gets the uh, the majority of the, the reps in this game. Just talk a little bit about that and, uh, and obviously going forward in this next playoff game. Yeah, we've got confidence in Street Smith and Eli. And just as a staff, when we were breaking down – Alberville's defense, we thought there was uh, a lot of opportunity there to throw the ball down the field. That's something that Eli probably does uh, better than Street. Street's actually a better runner than Eli. So just kind of one of those things where you go into game planning, and this week we felt like uh, we needed to throw the ball more to be effective. You know, we'll look at Fairview and kind of decide what we're going to do. But uh, with the loss of Antonio, we're just going to play whatever quarterback gives us the best chance to move the ball on offense. Let's talk a little bit more in depth about the play of, of Evan Taylor because he's just been such a steady guy for you guys all year long now. Yeah, uh, Evan is a three-year starter. Last year he player, played primarily at cornerback. This year he's also started receiver. Man, he's made huge plays in the in the kicking game. This week he had two punt returns. And then earlier in the year he had two punt returns and two kickoff returns. So six touchdowns and special teams by one player is really special. And uh, 
when you get special teams touchdown, it's almost just like a bonus, you know. So, uh, with the way we've struggled at times on offense, for him to make those big plays and special teams has been huge, and we're glad that Evans having a great senior year. We're now turning our attention to the playoffs. Uh, you guys finished third in the region, so you're going to go on the road and you're going to take on Fairview. What do we know about this Fairview team? I know that, you know, you've got some familiarity with this with this program. You've uh, been in the same region for them a few years ago. So just talk a little bit about what we need to expect from uh, the Aggies. Yeah, uh, Fairview, as you mentioned, had been in our uh, region the past two years. They went 9-1 and one the past two years, and we were the one team that beat them. And then last year they got on a great run in the playoffs and made it – all the way to the semifinals. So, uh, Coach George Redding is a really good coach. I've got a lot of respect for him in their program. Uh, they've got uh, probably one of the best uh, running backs in 5A. I think he's got over 2,000 yards rushing. Uh, they've got a tremendous offensive line. Schematically, uh, Coach Redding does some stuff that puts you in a bind. He does a lot of unbalanced formations. They're going to do a lot of shifting at the line of scrimmage to try to kind of out-leverage you. So, it's going to be a real challenge for our defense uh, this week. And then on their defensive side, they run a 3-3, kind of like us. Uh, they're very aggressive. Uh, they've got uh, a lot of big physical players over there. Try to, they try to stop the run and force you to throw the ball. So uh, going on the road for the first round is going to be a real challenge. This is the 11th consecutive year we've made the playoffs. So it's kind of something we take for granted. But, you know, a lot of places would be excited. But uh, we're, we're excited to have the opportunity and hope we can go on the road and get a playoff win and then come back home for round two as you mentioned all the experience that you guys have in the playoffs as a coaching staff and really as a team too once you get into these these playoff weeks of preparation does anything change or do you try and keep it as as similar as possible to the regular season you know it's unique uh playing Albertville and then going into playoffs and that sometimes you have a letdown which is kind of strange but it's kind of like a, you know Alabama Auburn I'm sure they kind of feel the same way but uh we got to – because our kids get so up for, for Albertville. And uh, sometimes you go on the road and face somebody you're not familiar with. I kind of think it's going to help that we're going to face Fairview because uh, our players are familiar with them because, like we said, we've played them two years in a row, uh, familiar with their stadium, and it's just right up the road. So uh, we know if we want to keep going for these 11 seniors that have done so much for us, we've got to keep winning. And I uh, hope everybody will make that trip to Fairview. Coach, we appreciate it as usual, and best of luck tonight. Thank you. The good home folks at Foodland are so proud to be a part of the postseason activity for the Wildcats and wish nothing but the best for you, Coach Reese, your staff, and the entire team in postseason activity. Folks, we have some great specials for you at Foodland. Come shopping, come saving with us this weekend. And again, very best Wildcats during postseason activity from Foodland. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. And that was Coach Reese. He was um, he was pleased, obviously, with the play of Eli Morrison, but but you can't help but can't help but not talk about Evan Taylor. I mean, the dude has just been he's been everywhere this year. He's been to me, I think he's been the player of the year for this for this Gunnersville team. He's been phenomenal he's so fast so yeah. quick just makes things happen one thing I, w- I want to mention about uh about that game is uh Cole Bryan uh he they Albertville player throws some punches oh, I think yeah. at him Albertville player gets ejected Cole the next play you know hits a little I think a little too late yeah. something something happens he gets flagged they get automatic first down and uh Coach Reese just absolutely he let did. him have it. He I mean, did. you could hear it in the top row. Yeah. And I was sitting next to Melissa, and I said, what's he saying down there? And she said, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> and so so I, I tell that story, though, to say Cole Bryan comes out the next drive and gets an interception. Yeah. And I thought, that what, what a way to redeem yeah. yourself. And, uh, and you know, they set up the, the score that should have put us, given us a 50, uh, yeah. 50 burger, as it's called, 50 points. But – we had some hey. bobbled snaps and stuff on the extra points that kept us from fifth. Uh, so, at Fairview tonight, we talked a little bit earlier in the show about Fairview running back Eli Frost. He's had a heck of a year, um, over 2,000 yards. He's now the Coleman County rushing leader, and he is just a junior, so he will try and break that next year. And if uh, he's got anything to say about it, he probably 
that's probably what he's shooting for. Uh, he broke the record back against Lawrence County on October the 14th with 330 yards, but he's obviously the worker for Fairview and who we're going to have to keep our eye on tonight. Absolutely. I, limit limit the big plays. Don't let them score on three, four play drives, big plays, anything like that. Use we, Seven of their guys are going to be playing the entire game. Yeah. And think about that. If we can – force them into long drives or, or, you know, three and outs. But if they're, you know, successful, make them earn it. Mm -hmm. Make them earn it and then punish them on the other side and make these guys play physical football for four quarters. And when we get to the fourth quarter, if we can keep it, if we can stay in the mix, that should be the difference. It was the difference last year when we played them up there. Yep. That fourth quarter, you saw a completely different Fairview team because they were gassed. Yep. So gas them, make make them, uh, make them tired. Uh, the Wildcats have won seven in a row against Fairview. I do think Gunnersville goes and gets the win tonight. I think they keep. I think they keep Eli Frost in check just enough. He's going to get his. Let's. I mean, let's get real. Let's. He's just one of those players you just got to expect. He's keep him under two hundred. Keep him under. Keep him under two hundred. One hundred fifty, if you can. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's something good to shoot for for this Guntersville defense because well, Guntersville defense can make it happen. Make sure that he's having to get 25, 30, 35 carries to get that number. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. Um, make him work a little bit Make him it. work. And, I mean, I'm telling you, playing with a dislocated elbow, yeah. he's not going to be comfortable. Uh, so, you know. Yeah. Um, expect big plays out of this Guntersville offense. And like you said, these guys, on if it's close in the fourth quarter, if it's tied – if we're looking at 21-21 going in the fourth, it's Gunnersville's game. Because, yes. like you said, the depth. Yeah. The depth of Fairview is going to catch up we, with them. We've had a solid kicking game. Diego's been pretty solid yep. this year. Um, he's gotten better as the season's gone along. Yep. I'm going to say 31-28 uh, with uh, Diego hitting the, hitting the field goal. <laughs> there you it. go. I like that. I, I, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm thinking about the same thing. He's not going to so. give a score, but who's going to win? Oh, I think we'll win by 14. So, you, you, think, we, you think they pull away. Mm-hmm. in the fourth because of the depth. Eli's going to have to have a great game. And I think we could see some some street, too. Yeah. I think, um, you know, a lot of Julian Jordan, a lot of C.J. Gomera. I think they try and get the ball in their hands immediately. Um, I love this stadium, too, by the way. Yeah. Like, it, you're right there on the yeah, field. Yeah, yeah, It's going to be fun going over there real quick. Uh, let's get some college scores before we get out of here. Uh, let's uh, – Tennessee, Georgia. Tennessee. We haven't really talked about that, but – Tennessee yeah. at Georgia. What do you guys think? 230 CBS. Uh, I think Georgia knows how to play Tennessee. I think they've been studying the film. They've learned from everybody else's mistakes. They're going to blitz. They're going to make Hendon Hooker uncomfortable. I I do, though, like Tennessee to keep it close. I'm going to pick Georgia. And if you don't think there's been a phone call or two between Nick Saban and Kirby Smart. I say say Georgia by six. Yeah, I like that. Georgia by about six. Georgia close. What do you think? Tennessee by ten. Woo! Tennessee's good. I, I would not be shocked at all let me, if Tennessee wins the game. Let me tell you, Georgia's fans are pumped up for this. It's going to yeah. be an electric uh, atmosphere, and Tennessee has not dealt with that this year. Yeah. And you know what else Tennessee hadn't dealt with, and they hadn't dealt with since 1998? They're currently ranked number one. That's right. Hadn't dealt that with that target. in a long time. You know what, you know what really makes me mad? Is I was really looking forward to watching that game. Yeah. I'm not be able to anymore because I cannot stand – don't bring Gary Danielson. Gary Danielson. I can't this. do it. It's mute, man. I can't yeah. do it. But just then just, it. yeah, just sit there, just in silence. Alabama LSU. Put some music on. Tied by ninety. Like I don't think it's close. T- uh, tied big. I, I really. I, they're going to absolutely cover thirteen points. Uh, the thirteen point favorites. Uh, absolutely. I think they do late. Uh, yeah, maybe. I think. I think it's. Late. I think. I think Bryce Young and Alabama pull away late. I like. I like Alabama to cover too. Uh, Auburn at Mississippi State. Mississippi State. No. Twelve and a half point dog. Do you we know, think Auburn at least covers? Auburn will keep it somewhat close. Yeah. Uh, they, they're going to have the what they call the interim coach bounce. Yep. Uh, yeah, Cadillac's going to have them ready. They're going to play hard, but uh, Mike Leach, he's going he's going to open it up at home. The cowbells, you know, need yep. more cowbell. Gotcha. Tiger, Tiger's by seven. Whoa. Okay. John Davis likes a win there. 
I, I wouldn't be surprised by that either. But the pregame starts uh, for Auburn at Mississippi State right here on WTWX tomorrow at 3.30, getting you ready for that game. Uh, if you're headed to Fairview tonight, please be careful. If you're not, please listen to the game right here on WTWX. We are about to send it to the stadium in just a minute. And Wildcats, please win because I don't want this to be our last show of the season. I know. I was going to say that too. We're at the playoffs, so it always could be the last show, and I just want to say I have enjoyed it thoroughly as always. Love it. If we're not back next week, thank everybody for listening to us this year. We've had great feedback, great uh, great listeners. Just thank you guys so much. We appreciate I'm it. I'm saying, when the Cats win tonight, we should do a live show next Friday. Yep, there you go. Y'all, please take care of yourselves and take care of each other. People are getting sick left and right, so please wash your hands as much and as possible. And don't lick doorknobs. And don't lick doorknobs. Please I mean, don't. we can't, we can't don't eat Tide emphasize pods either. that enough. Don't lick doorknobs. This is the 3 and Out pregame show. We have enjoyed it thoroughly. If we don't see you next week, we fully expect to see you next week. So, go Wildcats. Take care of Fairview tonight, and hopefully we'll see you guys next week. This is the 3 and Out pregame show. Go Cats.